Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me today. Really glad you could make it. Let's see. Man, I'm just going to jump right into it today uh, because, man, I, I, I jumped into this rabbit hole. And it's one of those things where sometimes I'm, I'm uh, maybe ignorance was bliss on this topic. I don't know. Because um, I used to like this app. TikTok, you know the one I'm talking about. It uh, has some really great content creators on there. Um, I've learned quite a bit, you know, over the last couple of years of using it. But I noticed recently that there's a bill from the Senate. They're trying to ban it. And I thought at first, I'm like, okay, this is just uh, Marco Rubio trying to steal everybody's fun. Kind of like the way that, you know, people used to say that heavy metal music and Dungeons and Dragons were bad for, you know, the youth of the 80s. You know, just some old people trying to ruin a good time for the next generation. So I decided to do a little research, check out, you know, various sources on this to kind of see, okay, is it just, you know, Fox News that doesn't like it or, or is there something to this? What's going on? Let's let's uh, pop open the hood and, and take a look. And when I did, I got to tell you, I got the ick factor bad. Like it was just like, I can't believe it's as bad as it is. Um, I mean, we all know that you know when you participate into social media that they're gonna harvest some data on you, right? That's just the cost of doing business. We don't pay for these apps. There's no. We don't pay for the product, as they say. So we are the product. I'm. I'm sure you've heard that one before. But uh, it's it's worse than I thought. <laughs> the. Uh, I mean, I'll start with you know just the the first kind of concern that uh, a lot of people are citing, and that is just that our attention spans are rapidly dwindling. Uh, there's a, a study that was put out about just the, you know, 15 to 60 second video format and how it basically uh, just robs you of your attention, even if you're only using it for like 90 minutes a day, which anybody that's been on TikTok can attest, 90 minutes can go by pretty fast. Um, It's like a slot machine, right? And they, uh, it's, Particularly concerning because most of the user base is under the age of 24, where your brain is still developing. And this is really a a bad scenario because, you know, these are kids coming up trying to, you know, inherit this crazy mess of a world we have. And their attention spans are compromised because of this thing big time. And speaking of the demographic, uh, it's particularly concerning about the the various challenges that uh, that are presented to the to the platform. 
I mean, you know, most of the challenges are, you know, that we see out there involved on social media are pretty lighthearted, right? The ice bucket challenge, they're trying to raise awareness and, um, you know, try to do a good thing. And it's all in good fun. But these challenges are dark. I, I mean, I'm an old man. I don't see these silly challenges. I mean, my, my, you know, for you page is filled with like, you know, spiritual people or, uh, you know, philosophical type things or really practical things. Like I hate to admit this, but like I watch videos on how to properly, uh, load a dishwasher and and just, you know, various things around the house, you know, for home improvement, things like that. Like I said, it has some great content creators but there's just i'm not seeing all of it okay um but because of that age group they're getting these crazy challenges uh let me see if i can find some here okay so they had a blackout challenge uh encourages users to choke uh each other until the point of being unconscious and (laughs) you know kids uh are not always going to make the best choices when it comes like that to things like that you know because it's all about uh seeing engagement and when you get a a ton of likes or on your video you know you feel as though that's that's validation that you get you should keep going um then there was the benadryl challenge uh they basically encouraged uh users to down a dozen benadryl in hopes of uh, inducing hallucinations uh, what else did they have? The Kiki Challenge. This is where um, users uh, record themselves jogging next to moving cars before getting back in. There's been some serious injuries because of that. And not to mention, I mean, it's, it's a social media platform that is full of child predators recent study found that children as young as eight were being groomed by predators and were also being bombarded with like explicit messages from adults. And there is a a serious lack of security measures at the company. So it's just like a hotbed for like lecherous, dirty old men. And the data they collect on us. I mean, I know, like I said before, you know, like these a social media company has to make money. And since we're not paying, you know, 30 bucks for the app, um, which probably would pale in comparison to the amount of money they actually make off of uh, each user, um, but they are going to be using us. Well, I mean, TikTok makes Facebook, they make Mark Zuckerberg look like, you know, Mother Teresa when it comes to the amount of data they collect. Let me get a list here. There was a Reddit post that I saw where this guy who basically um, reverse engineers apps for a living, you know, to kind of find out what they do, you know, how they work and and all the data they collect. And so I'm just going to read a little bit of of his post. He calls uh, TikTok a data collection service that is thinly veiled as a social network. Um, if there's a way, if there's an API to get information on you, uh, they have it. And what they do is, uh, of course, they know about your phone, what hardware, what CPU, uh, you know, IDs, screen dimensions, how much memory that you have. And then once the app is installed, um, they even have 
like deleted apps that you have tried before. And let's see, what else do they have? Your IP address, uh, your Wi-Fi access point name. Uh, let's see, GPS pinging that's enabled roughly every 30 seconds. Uh, this is by default, by the way. Apparently, they, they weren't even using the HTTPS protocol for a very long time. They've leaked uh, users' email addresses, um, secondary email addresses for password resets, um, birthdays, name, real names, all public viewable. Oh, yeah, and this all this data they collect, they don't even encrypt it. Like It's all in plain text. So, you know, for anybody that's not a, a computer nerd, you know, typically all messages have an encryption. That way, if it is intercepted, unless you're able to crack the encryption key, you're not going to be able to do anything with the data. There's just basically like a Microsoft Word document. Like, here's all the data on Brad. Oh, and if you've ever noticed, maybe you posted a video there. Typically, the first video or first few videos that you post will go viral just to kind of pull you in. Not because it's, you know, necessarily a great post or um, is, is one that would naturally get picked up, but they're trying to pull you into being able to use it. And it's weird. I actually experienced this. It was the most uh, popular social media post I ever had. And it was like this, uh, I don't know, it was a goofy like album uh, list thing, you know, where you just kind of pull out some, some records to show people what you're listening to. And it got a ridiculous amount of views. And I thought at the time, like, I didn't even say anything on this video. I just pulled a stack of records out and was showing them to the, you know, uh, recorded that. And it was just really odd to me. Of course, they know all the apps that you have and all of the your contacts and um, and your locations, but they also record your um, your keystrokes. So let's say you go to you know text Uncle Bob about some financial advice or something like that, and you like write it out and you decide you know what I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send it to Bob. He's just gonna judge me. I'm gonna just look this up myself and get the answer. Well, they already know all that information. Everything that you type in a phone, they basically, you know, uh, have, have record of. And one of the really nefarious parts of all this is, you know, social media apps like, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they do collect data, admitting, admittedly so. You can look at the terms of service and it's all there. But, um, you know, they are collecting it in order to give you posts that you're going to like. And they're also doing it for commercial reasons. They want to be able to target ads to you that you're going to potentially, you know, use. And that way they make money. Well, TikTok, as, as you probably know, is a Chinese company. Originally, it was ByteDance, I think, back before 2018. And the Chinese government has spent a lot of resources into coming up with this very sophisticated AI. And even if it is a private company, they, there's a lot of people involved that are in the uh, Chinese government. And they are required by law, by Chinese law, to hand over user data. And so this is not about selling uh, us products. I mean, we're basically... <laughs> 
China is socially engineering the entire world right now. Because once you control what goes viral and what people watch, you can determine elections and uh, shape policies and public per, uh, perceptions about things. Um, it's kind of crazy. And China makes no secret about it. You know, they are trying to become the superpower of the world. And it's also worth noting that the version of TikTok in China targeted to kids is nothing like the American version. Um, you know, it's all about learning science and math and physics and how cool that is. And over here we get Benadryl challenges for our kids. So yeah, I used to enjoy this app. I used to love it, in fact. I would not use it every day, but uh, you know, once a week, I would I'd sit down with this thing for probably 45 minutes to an hour and uh just kind of get lost in the uh in the in the in the post in the videos but after watching this i i think i've gotta gotta hit the old delete button am i just being a worried old person trying to steal all the young people's fun or are you also with me that we need to start a delete tiktok hashtag I know we had a delete Facebook uh, hashtag going on for a while. I think it's the time we uh, started delete TikTok. I don't agree with Mark Rubio on much, but I, I think uh, he might be onto something. I kind of hope this bill passes. Let me know what you think. You can reach me at the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. You can find all my episodes at the CoffeeBuzzPodcast.com. And you can find me on what seems to be the only social media I have left at this point, uh, Instagram at the Coffee Buzz PC. Well, thank you so much, and I will talk to you next time.